Welcome to the Dill Show. This is a PTI style podcast where a few of us spirits get together to discuss a topic that not all of us as a group are familiar with. And today we are talking about all things Harry Potter. Uh, start off with the origins for us. Uh, wasn't I? Did I get in Harry Potter first? I know I'm the last one on the train, so I'll let really? you I thought I was the last one. On no, the I was the last one on the train. Really? I, I got started with the movie, like the first, actually yeah. the first movie. Yeah. I watched that, and I thought it was really good. And then I started reading the books. I, just, I read the books first. Yeah. You started off early. Yeah. You, you got first. us into it, probably. Okay. I remember like. And, like, the other guys, like, Mark Wahlberg, like, his character, like, how he makes fun of people, like, that's kind of, like, what I did with Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> I was a library assistant. And, like, then, like, every day, like, Harry Potter was checked out. Like, I didn't even put it on the shelves because, like, people were going to come and get it once I put it. Like, this is just pointless for me to put it back on the shelf. So, eventually, I read it. And I think, like, within, like, two weeks, I read the first four books, and I, I bought them all. And uh, that was about the time Chamber Secrets came out. Yeah. So I think we all went and saw that together. And then by then, like, we all was hooked. And that was 2003? Two? Two or three? I guess it was somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. I, think I think we're was, still in high school. I'm pretty sure the Chamber Secrets was 2002. I think 2002. Yeah. But yeah, it was a weird, because, like, I didn't expect to like it. And, like, I just loved it. So you got started on second movie? I got started on the first movie. But I, I never did read the first book. Yeah. Just because I watched the movie. And every time I do that, I just now for some reason I like, read mean. the book. Yeah. So I started with the second book. <clears throat> and then went on from there. Yeah, I started with the first one. And I went on. I first got... movie, second book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's funny to me is because um, I, I kind of with you and Dill and the fact that like it was a thing that everybody was so gaga over and I just didn't understand. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So like you guys were like, hey, let's go watch Harry Potter. <laughs> like, really? Like, what? <laughs> so I went with you all to watch Chamber of Secrets at Oldham 8. Man. And we man. were the three tallest dudes in line to get yes. <laughs> I remember watching it and like, it was cool and it was like the opening up of the magical world having not seen or heard any of it yet, just people talking about it. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I do remember the very end when Hagrid gets released. Like, there's kind of maybe some tears. Yeah. Up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, that almost got me like, okay, no. No, I'm not buying it. <laughs> so, like, after that, because that, that was our routine for the first couple movies that I went with you guys with. Yeah. After Terror Secrets, we immediately left Ultimate and we went to Long John Silver's. Yeah. We got, all got some chicken. And you guys started talking about the difference between... The book and the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Like, <laughs> then we did the same thing for Prisoner of Azkaban. We went and saw that one. And, like, even though I didn't really care for that movie as yeah, much. Yeah, I didn't like that it's, one. It's ironic still to me that that's Veronica Roth's favorite. Yeah, it was crazy. Weird. Because, like, I yeah. still, like, I don't know. But, like, it obviously took a darker direction. It was more adult. It was more like... There's real life themes going here. It's not yeah. just a kitty thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's what made me immediately think, okay, maybe these are more substance of the books. Mm -hmm. Because they're obviously, the movies are made for a kid audience. And there's always some dark tones going on here. Yeah. So after the third movie is when I started reading the books. You start with the first one? I actually I did start with the first one. I did read 
one, two, and three. Yeah. Like, the first two are real kitty. Like, the books and the movies are real kitty. Then after the third one, it starts to get darker. And then, like, really by the fifth one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I bet that stomach rumble actually made it onto the yeah, fifth yeah. one. Yeah. About right. the fifth one, it's like, it got, to me, it got out of the I think the, the first YA. time they all started they kind of not like the to go get the books together is the fifth one, wasn't it? Or was it the sixth one? Um, no, I think we got the fifth, sixth, and seventh together. Like the midnight release things? Yeah. I don't think that I, I got the fifth one with you guys. I got the fifth. But I know the sixth and seventh one I did. I, yeah. I, I like seeing Goblet in college, midnight release. I think we saw three and six together. And then I know we all. Did we, we all went see to seven, seven and eight? Yeah. We went to Midnight Premieres on both of those. Okay, what about the books? Did we? I know we went to the last one together. Did we I'll, go to the last one together. I went to the... I, I, f I feel like we I did. I don't think that we went... To, I know I didn't go on five, but I feel like six, maybe, and I know seven we did. Yeah, like, seven we did, for sure. Seven we actually... Well, this might come up later, so I won't go into too much. Yeah. We kind of cruised around to a couple different... Yeah, that's fine, parties yeah. Before we ended up in lots more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I was in college for a book five and six, and luckily I met uh, people there who was, like, as serious Harry Potter as I was. So, like, we all went to the book releases and midnight releases okay, yeah. as yeah. together. But, yeah, a Seven came out just, I think, once I got out of college, like, within, yeah. like, a yeah. month. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's when we all went and got it together and spent three hours trying to find a place to buy the book. End up in Walmart, which I see trying to be pretty cool. Yeah, we yeah. end up getting a lot of swag. Yeah, and posters yeah, and like wristbands. Posters and, and bookmarks and yeah, wristbands and all kinds of stuff. That was a fun experience. And we were pretty quick to the front of the line too. I mean, yeah, we were. Like, yeah, the first ten in the line, so yeah, pretty cool. We still there for like a couple hours. You are. <laughs> we still in line there for a couple hours. Which yeah. Was worth it. It was oh yeah. It's good times. Yeah. It's good times. It's bring like, with the, the midnight showings, is like, ever since Harry Potter, like, you haven't seen midnight showings to, like, that level of, like, people being dressed up, and just, like, I remember when we went and saw, like, I don't know which one of the sevens it was, but, like, we went to, like, Stony Brook. They had, like, ten screens, like, all sold out at, like, midnight and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was packed out, and everybody was in costume, and... I'm still never going to forget walking towards there and like there was two little girls walking there one of them was dressed up as Hedwig and I was like you're dead and then just like walked away <laughs> I was like I, I want to look back and see what her facial expression is but I don't because I don't want to know if you just crushed some child's dream <laughs> but yeah you see people that was 6 though I think was it? Was no, that, that was 7 part 2 that was 7 part 1 7 part yeah seven part, part, part 1 that the war the 7 potters yeah that's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. That's like the beginning of the movie, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good battle. Even in the in the movie, they did it pretty good. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things in the books that they kind of downplayed in the movies. Yeah. So, or that they maybe even upplayed. Like, so there's... Like, in the, in the books, it's obviously made a big deal of, like... People who can do magic without speaking. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really talked as though it's like a sort of a more difficult art. Yeah. 
And then, like, in the movies, they just kind of, like, do it. Yeah. Because Harry... Like, he'll be in, like, they'll be walking to the cauldron, and he's just sitting there spinning his coffee cup or moving yeah. the chairs up without saying Yeah. Anything. They act like it's a bigger deal. Well, they stuff. even had, like, the children, because I don't think Harry ever learned that, did he? Or Ron? Not, not real well. Not real well. Not, not in the books. And, like, all of a sudden, he was, like, you know, apparating perfect and... You know, there's an actual name for what you're talking about. I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't either. But, um, yeah, they just... Some of that stuff they didn't explain. Like, okay, you can just do this now. And I know they didn't leave out... Like, one, one thing I didn't like, the main concern about the whole film as a whole, is, like, every time Dobby was supposed to do something important, they're like, let's bring in Neville. Like, let's have Neville show Dobby the rumor requirement. Let him have... To give him the... Gillyweed and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden, movie seven comes along. The most one of the most tragic scenes is when Dobby dies, and like they try to make you like him because the only time you know about Dobby is him trying to basically kill Harry Potter, even though yeah. he's trying to save him. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the only knowledge you know of him, even though he's was a free yeah. a free elf inside Hogwarts working for free. And, like, the whole time helping Harry out. And then they bring him in out of nowhere. And, like, you don't know all that stuff. Like, by then, you like Harry. Like, I like... I, I mean, da, 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 Dobby. Yeah. And, like, so his death was, like, really sad. It's way more tragic in the books. Yeah. Than the small amount of time that he got. Yeah. For you to actually like him in the yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the bad things about, like, them making... Taking so much stuff out, I guess, probably just to save money, just to see job making him, which really is like five minutes maybe for each movie. Yeah. But I mean, at that time, they probably didn't know. She didn't tell them, "Hey, these people are gonna die. You might want to keep them in here." You know. Yeah, I mean, there's some mm -hmm. things that are gonna be part of the unnecessary losses for. They're making a movie without knowing what they're really gonna happen. In the yeah. Next one. Because the type of true part of it is, is that. You did by the end, you know, have a director sign on for what the last three. Yeah. Which was, you know, technically really the last two. Yeah. Sign on extra besides the one that he was making. Yeah. But you have a lot of times these people are walking onto set. The actors might be signed on, but your crew and your director and your and some of your writers even are. This is the project that I'm doing. Yeah. I don't really care what comes next or what came before because this is the one that I need to make yeah. my stamp on. Yeah. So that's the bad thing about any movie series. Like, I mean, even, the, like, between Harry Potter 2 and 3, like, how drastic the castle changes. Oh, yeah. And, like, obviously it's much darker. Yeah. And then, you know, you get into the later series and the castle changes again. How yeah. Its location's completely different. Yeah, his, his, his hut's different. different. Yeah. You know, like, they, they, they do a lot of changes. Yeah. Other thing is, uh, with the, 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 the Dumbledore, Richard Harris died. Like, he was, like, a perfect Dumbledore. Because Dumbledore was always yeah. mellow. Yeah. But he never screamed. He never did anything. He was just like, why'd you do this, Harry? Yeah. You know, yeah. even if Harry kills somebody, he's like, why? And then, yeah. like, they brought in Michael Gambon. And he wasn't that bad in Prisoner of Azkaban. But, like, Goblet of Fire, when he was just, like, ripping Harry about I, yeah. the time. Like, That's no. so not Dumbledore. No. No. That like, was an actor and his acting choice, and it was completely yeah. untrue to the character. Yeah. And even since then, like, Dumbledore just didn't fit. Even though he kind of mellowed down his character, yeah. he just didn't fit at it's all. It's like you already have that one moment. Yeah. It's like Yates says, because, like, you know, you like to think that his people were generally forgiving. Yeah. And I think in a lot of cases we are. 
But, like, if you have that one person that just does some one thing and it's just so wrong. Yeah. Like, you can just never look at them the same way. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible to think about because it's just one little scene. Yeah. But, like, he just goes off in such a way that's, like, so over the top. Even in the yeah. scene, it's over the yeah. top. Even like his, it's like, yeah. It doesn't fit. No. Like, even his voice, like, Richard Harris' voice was just, it sounded just like Dumbledore in the, oh, yeah. just, like, so smooth and kind yeah. of just going with so the flow. Funny. And he, even though, like, Gammon talked normal, he just had that, like, overpowerment of his voice. Yeah, I agree. It just never, never fit. It never was the same. No. Alright, um, we've pretty much talked about... Everything. Yeah, we we've, we've skimmed, skimmed around. Skimmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Meet your topic, and we'll go in depth on something. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the books, how much you know we like them and whatnot. Um, rumored, still working on it. The Encyclopedia of Harry Potter, which will tell you the origins and post Hogwarts of basically all the characters, which she's told you some already. Yeah. Yeah. You think that'll ever come out? I don't know because part of me has to say that she's made so much money and wealth off of this world and people want to know yeah that at some point she will post it because inevitably people will buy it yeah and you know even if it's not something that's as glamorous I yeah. guess as you know a new storyline yeah. that people can get attached to people are so in-depth in that world that yeah. they'll... I mean, it's just like Tolkien has his own encyclopedia of everything that he has going on yeah. in his world. You know, like, when you build it in that deep... Yeah. And you've, you've got it thought out so far to have such yeah. a world... Like, people... I got all people that are Star Trek... Like, they can name off every star date for every major event and stuff that goes on because they're so into Star Trek. And it's like, dude, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a step too far, but like... Yeah. There's always going to be people like that for the event. And the other thing that goes into it is if you really get all of stories yeah. backwards and forwards written down on paper, yeah. if any of it's compelling enough, Warner Brothers will throw another movie at yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that will yeah. make way more money than even the, movie, the book would. Well, see, she already has all that in paper. She just has to put it in an actual book form, you know? Yeah. Which is like, which is confusing why, like, I guess she just wanted to take a break from it, but why she didn't make it already? Yeah. Because she has notes of castle layouts where she won't get confused like this room is there. Like, floor-by-floor floor layout of Hogwarts, the grounds, she has all the origins of every character, oh. what happens after. Like, you know, like, like now you know what happens to Neville. He's a herbology teacher. You know, Luna is trying to f make um, a name for her father. So she's trying to go find all the creatures, you know. Uh, Hermione became the head of the Ministry of um, Justice for Wizards. Then Ron Harry became the leader of the uh, Auras, Auras, and yeah, it's like, and then you have everybody, you know, and then so I, I. I I, 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 guess, I I really want that. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool thing. I guess the other part that's the flip side of that is that that's also kind of like a dive into her head. Yeah. yeah. And like some of those are like her secrets that maybe she always wanted to keep. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like... Yeah. I'm trying to figure out... I know in the books there's another guy. Who's the twin's friend that was always with him? Oh, who was Oh, um... Because I know when they opened up their shop, wasn't he one of them too? 
Yeah. And it kind of took him out of the book, out of the movies. Yeah. But he was always kind of there. We're always Rich, hanging out with him. And doing... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I not remember his name. I can't either. Because I've been trying to think about this for a little bit. I can't either. Sucks. He wasn't the same one that, uh... He might have been, like, in the movies, the one that... Was announcing him, Quidditch. That's what I was gonna say. He, he was the one that they had announcing Quidditge, and like he they, he would get in trouble for like, Lee Jordan. Yeah, Lee, is Jordan. It Lee Jordan. I think it was, I think it is Lee Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And Lee Jordan sounds uh, right. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because he like was with them through like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, he was like that in the books, but in the movies, you saw him like, was it like the first movie? He was in. Yeah, he does. That was about it. Announcing him. Well, because the reality of it is, is that as soon as you hit three, that director hated Quidditch. Yeah. And, like, the only reason that the scene's in there is because he gets attacked by. A, yeah, it had to be in there. He gets attacked in, in the middle of a match and falls. Yeah. So they put it in there. But other than that, Quidditch basically dies after that. Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of the. Which is funny. The scene where they can use the, the, the Felix Felicis. So that's pretty yeah. much it. Which that was Alfonso Curran. Which he was a great fit for the theme, the style of that picture, but that probably is still my least favorite. Yeah. Even though Alfonso Cuarón is later on became a good director, well, a known he's, director. He's massive now on the scene because of Gravity. So. Yeah. But yeah, I. That's part of my like. I I remember when I came out, like I hated that movie. I really didn't like it. Like I hated it. Like I well, didn't. I, I thought it was a really interesting direction it went. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't probably buy that movie till like a year later, and then uh, Half Blood Prince is my second most hated film of the series. That they, movie is because they changed the ending. That, yeah. whole, that that was the worst part. The whole scene, then dancing out, and going to the Great Hall and her breaking all the glasses and kicking everything yeah. on the table, and no fight. Yeah, just irked my nerves to no end. Yeah, they replaced that entire epic fight. Where, like, I mean, everything is just messed up in Harry's world. Yeah. Because of what he's just witnessed. And yeah. he doesn't know what to do. All he knows to do is to chase them. Yeah. And he's going through hell to get there. Because yeah. there's all of this fighting going on. And he's just, he, I mean, he's dodging curses left and right just to get through this maze to try to follow them out. Yeah. And they cut all that out and replaced it with her dancing and singing about killing Dumbledore. Yeah. And then the little, like... Lighting up the sky yeah. with the wands thing. That was yeah. so cheesy. Yeah, so that was a cool battle in the end. And like you brought in Fleur and Charlie, which is they just randomly appeared in movie three. Like, oh, they're getting married. Is it Charlie right got married? Or I keep getting Charlie and Bill confused. I think oh. it's. I think it's Charlie. Oh, yeah. I think, it I think it Bill is. is the one messing with dragon. Bill is the dragon. Okay, yeah. He's like, oh, Charlie's getting. Uh, yeah. He, like, he, oh, he, what? He wasn't third movie. Yeah. He's it's uh, like the uh, third. Yeah. Sixth. It's a sick. They never got introduced. Yeah, it was more like the sixth movie. Like, she got, she was in the... Four was in well, movie four. Goblet, she was in four. they was both in three, because yeah. they was at the, at the war. Or five. Six. Six. Yeah. In, in the book, they in was the book, in the, in the, the, in the, in the, the war. Yeah, because that, that was a lot more of a battle and then, than yeah. it played out. And then Seven came like, oh, we're good. And they're like, oh, okay. What? Like, I've never seen either with Charlie, ever. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know in the book. In the book, but book six. Yeah. The they part. had a giant battle at the end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, into the book. Yeah. Like a big battle. There was a big whole bunch battle. of people. 
and here was all the Death Eaters against all of the the Orders and the Order. Yeah. yeah, and like the students and teachers were fighting. Yeah, and yeah. it was epic. But in the movies, all they did is basically have like a very small scene where Dumbledore dies. That's about it. Yeah, they have it to where basically he gets cornered. Yeah, and then that's about the only thing killed. that fit the book. That's it. Yeah, but in between there, there was a lot of battling going on. Yeah. Like, while that was happening. And I didn't like that at all. No. Mm -hmm. Before and then all the stuff after. Yeah. Yeah. So once Harry gets free of the, of the you know, freezing curse and he chases after Yeah, he chases after He's him. going through a maze of war. Yeah. It's yeah. not just and like... he finally catches up to him in the war. field and he tries to take him on and he gets beat. Yeah. Because like, he couldn't, like we were talking about earlier, where he couldn't, you know, he couldn't be silent with the spells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what used, hurt him. Yeah, that's what hurt him. He tried to, you know take him down yeah with saying stuff and he used the silence yeah on the other one and yeah beat him he didn't kill him we could have yeah he could have <laughs> but he beat him yeah yeah <laughs> and then yeah then the thing was um Fenrir Greyback in like the movie like they make him all this big bad but then, then also he's you're like there. I don't know who yeah, you are he's there in the movies yeah. Like, they make that other Snatcher dude some big major character. Yeah, and Fenrir like, Greyback is like the one everybody's fears. Yeah, in the book, yeah, they, they fear him. Yeah. And well, I remember, like, I don't know if it's the fifth book, I mean the, the sixth book or seventh book, where he's just kind of like basically eating somebody over yeah. in the corner. And yeah. here he kind of sees it, but just keeps on running because he's going after somebody else. Yeah. yeah. That, I think it's actually, it might even be in six when... I think it I think is. It was, was, yeah, I think it was in the war. Because, like, I remember, like, seven, like, in the movie is, like, Charlie, because, like, in the book, uh, Fenrir, uh cut Charlie's face, which made him, like, a semi-werewolf. Mm -hmm. yeah. In the movie, it's like, what happened to your face? Oh, I got, I got cut. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why do we even put the scar in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's what's the point of just bringing that up? It's like, for of all the stuff that you're going to cut, also, you leave that random reference for no apparent reason. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, shit. I'm drawing a blank on the names. But, look, Tonks? And, uh, Tonks, yeah. What's his name? Um, Lupin. 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 Yeah. Their whole relationship, for the most part, and them having a kid and everything. Yeah. Not oh, yeah, explained that, in the movies that was cut out. Yeah. They didn't explain the kid at all in the movies. Yeah, they did one thing, like, uh, whenever Harry just got done burying Dobby, and he went inside and yeah. talked to people, and then when he came back out, I think Lupin showed up and was all happy and everything. Yeah. Because he had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the oh, thing yeah. they explained. Yeah. And then, also, there's that one scene in the movie, like, towards the end of it, where they kind of, like, reach out for each other, holding hands, things. Yeah. They're about to die. Yeah. Okay. Because in the book, basically... Really like that scene. Yeah, no. See, because, like, in the book, it's, like, a full circle. Like, basically, all this death, like, their child became the only one left of his family. Yes. He's living with his family member, too, which was... That's kind of how the, the book series ended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was not even an all in the Yeah, they didn't movies. explain him at the end, though, did they? Yeah. That's, no. So I'm thinking of, like, at the, what, the epilogue? Yeah, it? the epilogue. They yeah, they mentioned him in the epilogue in the books, but I don't think they mentioned him in the... I don't remember him in the movies. In the movies. Because that's, like, kind of what J.K. was talking about, like, just, like, like a, like, come full circle. Yeah. Like, everything happened to Harry, the outcome, and all this... 
basically did the same thing with Lupin's and their kid too. Yeah. That's kind of like her own point of. You yeah. Know. Except you know he had somebody better to look after. Exactly. Basically, because exactly. Harry looked after him because Harry was his godfather. Yeah. So Harry, at the age of what seventeen? Yeah. Had a kid for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Started out early. Now he has like five, four or five kids. <laughs> four or five kids. <laughs> and like the, the 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 epilogue, like the book and the movie, I kind of felt they was like both a little cheesy. Could have been worded better, done better. It could have had a better outcome. But for both of them, I think they was real cheesy, and I didn't like either one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the. The reality of it is, in today's world, is that most stories that are written like that, the ending that you have before the epilogue is the ending that you would have gotten. Yeah. Because they want you to make up your own ending. Yeah. They want you to read it, you to imply what you think would happen, and then you, as the reader, get to, oh, I wonder what happened. Yeah. I think this is what would happen. I think yeah. this is what happened. The, the epilogue that was tacked on there... It, and I use the phrase tacked on. Yeah, it was seen tacked it's, on. It's like that we have to give that fan happy ending. Yeah, exactly. And um, and it's... It would have... It would have been odd if it didn't have something. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. just seems like it was a little too convenient. I think a lot of that was like with inside the fandom, like where everybody was like, you know, Harry should be with her, her you know, her Hermione her, her, and Ron should be with somebody else. Like she kind of did that just to say here's what it's supposed to be you know you, like just taking out all the what people think what people want she's like here's actually what I want it to be mm-hmm. then later on she turns later like a couple months ago she's like she made a mistake with Hermione and Ron like Hermione should have been with Harry and stuff and there was like a huge debate over that like JK said that like in a news article somewhere yeah so I'm like, I'm like, why would you even bring that up in the first place? After like ten years. Yeah. Well, that happens sometimes. Yeah. You look creative. Like you can write a story now and then go ten years later and like, why did I do that? Yeah. Like there's so many things I'm gonna change in this story right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like through the books, like you, 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 you like you kind of know Harry and Jenny would get together, and really after four, Ron and Hermione would get together, then all of a sudden like her saying that now like even though she's seems like she created that ending through the books yeah. like it's just weird that she said that now like oh well, I mean in the book it makes sense why they're together because like Jenny always liked Harry even like in book two and then Ron and Hermione like they bickered so much they kind of fell in love with each other so it, I don't know it was a, it just it seemed like it, it made more sense yeah it just seemed to me like the annoying part about it is that you have your main male protagonist and your closest major female protagonist. There's no rule written that says they have to be together. Yeah, exactly. Heck, they can be brother and sister. They can be Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. They don't have to be get married and fall in love and have kids. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like I don't know why people are obsessed with the Harry and Hermione thing. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like I felt like she really played it out to where yeah. they were two unique individuals. And honestly, I could never see them together because of the simple fact that one of them is, has this idea of greatness in one world, and yeah. one of them has an idea of greatness in another world. Yeah. Like I can't see 
like I'm the great Harry Potter that everyone's been talking about since before I even knew my name. Yeah. And, you know, ultimate book smart, knows everything, can solve any problem, Hermione. Anything, anything other than bitter divorce and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like they're just gonna, they're yeah. gonna hate Too each other. Too much greatness going at each other. Exactly. Yeah. Again, there's no balance there. Yeah. It makes more sense with you know, Ron and Hermione. Yeah. Jane. Like you know, for so all the like, qualities that he has and all the qualities that she has, they kind of balance, balance each other out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like thing with Jimmy and Harry. Yeah. They seem like a better match. Yeah. Even, like, Flora and Charlie in the books, like, they, it was, like, a really fun couple to, like, oh, yeah. to read about. Read about. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially after he like, got in. He's like, because I've never seen that coming, like, at all. I'm like, Flora? Really? Well, just <laughs> yeah. to spin it back another way. Yeah. And after he got, you know, scarred. Yeah. That's when you really get to, like, her. Yeah. Because she actually shows her, her, her love for him. Yeah. Exactly. Because for the most part, through all the movies, up, you thought she I'm was all stuck up. Yeah. 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 I think the other way to spin it around too as well is it's like Harry and Ron everything they went through together yeah I mean think about all stuff they went through together they're like brothers yeah yeah. and so by them ending with who they end up with yeah primarily by Harry and Neopa Jenny yeah who always you know had a thing for him and they got close and everything like it makes them brothers yeah it yeah, literally makes them brothers they're all like so one big family sense. now exactly yeah so yeah <laughs> Alright, um, uh, let's see. Uh, I was going to continue with the Pope oh, Battles. That's, that's fine. Because I know the battle in the last book, in the last movie, nowhere even close to the book. Oh, yeah. No. We didn't even hit that. I can't no. believe we didn't hit that. No. no I was, was going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Because I have one point. In the book, you know, it was a huge battle. It, was, it went on forever in the book. Yeah. And But in the movie, it was very condensed yes. yeah you know like there was a big battle that took place all over Hogwarts yeah. but it seemed like in the movie it just took place in basically the front yard yeah that's about it yeah they were either in the Great Hall yeah. or or if you're Ron and Voldemort Ron Harry and, Ron and Voldemort don't <laughs> get late yeah yeah then we're out in the courtyard all by ourselves where nobody can see us yeah. which is not what happens which is not book. what happens in the books in yeah. the book it was kind of I'd like to say a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Like with him and Voldemort finally going at it. But really good at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Because they were basically surrounded in the Great Hall. I was about to say, I like it. By everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And their brothers saw it go down. Yeah. And, and they like, just oh. kept circling each other. Yeah. Going around and talking crap for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> and then they finally, you know, do like one spell. Yeah. And it's over. But, but. In, in the movie, it was a big, long, drawn out battle. Yeah. Which wasn't what happened. With laser lights. And, yeah. And nobody around. Off. Yeah, nobody saw it. That's the big thing that I hate the most about the whole thing is that yeah. in the in the, in the the book, they're in the Great Hall amidst everybody else. Yeah. So when it goes down, everybody stands speechless. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, oh my God, that just happened. Yeah. yeah. And the all the Death Eaters and everybody that's there, they immediately either surrender or run. Yeah. Because Voldemort, the unstoppable, yeah. just went down. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie, you have the creepy little thing, how he, like, fades into pieces. Yeah. And crap. But the biggest thing is it happens with nobody there. Yeah. If I were a Death Eater, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like... They said this before. Yeah. 
You know. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I didn't see it happen, then I'm not believing it. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, there would have to be something there to be like, um, where's he at? Yeah. Because if he was clearly on this vendetta now, he's just gonna kill everybody. Yeah. Then he would probably still be here. But he's the kind of evil guy that might just decide. I'll let you guys have at it. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a brewski. So yeah. That's like one Down thing. At the, True. <laughs> at the hog's head, and I'll be back. <laughs> You know, so it's just like it happens out there in front of nobody, so it has none of the same ringing, resounding impact yeah, that it does yeah. in the book. Yeah, that's one thing. I don't know why they changed that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, that's an extra set to film on, you know? Also, the thing, like, with Neville, it's like since he tr they try to make him the, like, comedy relief through the whole series, and really after, like, book five, you start to realize he's, like, a badass. Yeah. And then trying to form that in the last book or minutes. last twenty minutes <laughs> is like, and then like in the in, in the in the book he just like cut the snake's head off, like like Harry like gave him some kind of like sign, I forgot what it was, and he went, Shwoop. you know, the sword came out of the hat, and he yeah. flipped his mist, like took him twenty minutes to like play like snake hunter, yeah, and like yeah. <laughs> getting this, I'm like, oh, really? I mean, like, <laughs> you might as well have been like diving through the air with like. I think in the book he was kind of getting sword. beat down by Voldemort, wasn't he? Like close by. Yeah. And then like the hat was. And there. then and then like Hagrid he came with the hat Harry, on top of his head. And the and then then the sword hit him in the head. Yeah, no, and then like he set the hat on fire. Oh yeah, it's not like, yeah. I yeah, and then he kind of finally got the hat off, and he's sitting there, and they're all kind of laughing. And all of a sudden, yeah. he saw the sword. Yeah, pulled it out, cut the snake, yeah. chopped the snake's head off, and then the big battle yeah. actually took yeah. place. Yeah, right after that. Yeah. I haven't read the book in a few years, so I'm a little rusty. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's a red book for this. <laughs> I'm just now remembering all this. Yeah, <laughs> so much has changed. Oh, it just... did. I think about all the characters they left out that made lasting impacts and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know you have to make sacrifices in order to get a 400-page book to be a reasonable two-hour movie. Because any book that's ever written, particularly one that's written from a character's perspective, which obviously we know this is the case because it's not called The Sorcerer's Stone, it's called Harry Potter, The yeah. Sorcerer's Stone. yeah. There's all kinds of text in there that you have to throw in subtextually or make up dialogue for because it's what he's thinking. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is a side note here, but it's like, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is still the funniest book I've ever read. But it'll never be a good movie because of the fact that so much of it is just little subtext stuff that you just have to read. Like, you know, they're reading entries from the book. Like, they can just say it over the loudspeaker, but it's not the same impact. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, like, there's so much of it in there, but to put it down, you have to cut a lot of stuff out and, you know, there's a lot of bad sacrifices you just have to get. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, also that, uh... Oh, like... Uh... Scene where Harry pretty much died. Yeah, that and was... And he was talking to Dumbledore. It was way longer in the book. Yeah. Than what they did there. Like, he talked about everything. Yeah. He got yeah. everything he needed from Dumbledore. Yeah. During that whole thing. Yeah, that, that didn't seem as, like, much of an impact as, like, what... The, the book had it. it just yeah. that, that like Voldemort fetus or fetus was like r really weird yeah yeah uh, it was an awkward scene altogether yeah it was it was yeah cause Harry got a lot of things explained to him in there mm -hmm. yeah like exactly he kind of answered him himself down. for the most part but he, he learned a lot about Dumbledore and everything yeah, yeah. what yeah. all happened and like the whole thing with uh, how Snape went down too that was pretty 
Snape's death, like Alan Rickman did a good job of that. Oh yeah, he did. Oh yeah. But he didn't die the same same way as in the book. He was in. I know he was in the Weeping Willow or Weeping. No, he was in a shack, wasn't he? Trick and Shack. Trick and Shack. Yeah. But uh, I can't remember how he died though. Well, Voldemort killed him in the book. Yeah. Did he kill him in the movie? He had the Gini do it. Yeah. 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 And the Gini biting, basically. Yeah. Attacking. Well, that whole thing was, like, probably, like, the best part of, like, the last movie was, like, Snape's death and him showing Harry, like... What really happened. What really happened. happened. Why is he... Yeah. What he's doing. That's something I never really saw coming in the prison of books. Oh, no, no, no. I'll like, give you that, yeah. Like, yeah. Snape. That was definitely something you did not see coming. And then, like, uh, you, you once you know that, like... You look back at his character, you you kind of like his character. You know why he did and treated Harry like he he did, so you kind of like him now. So it's it's weird, like a character you hate through the entire series, just by a few facts, you like him in the entire series now. Yeah, and I think that's the whole reason Alan Rubin did the hoops, yeah. because he figured out what's going to happen then. Yeah. Like, he actually talked to JK. Yeah. And before he got the role... You yeah. Know, before he said yes, pretty much. I'd say he I, got the you know yeah. the ending of it, and then he said yes. Yeah, I think that's like one of the characters like you have to know because like that yeah that sets that your entire character yeah. up. Like you can't just like you're a villain. Yeah. And I was, oh, you're actually a good guy. You know, it's yeah. I I like didn't know that, but yeah, he played a good, good Snape, good good death. <laughs> yeah. He died well. Yeah. Even like Tonks and uh, Lupin's death, even in the the films, were like, like I really like both their characters, you know, in the films and movies. And Fred, Fred died. Yeah, his was All right. George lost the ear. Fred died, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's one or the other. That was a tough. One. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> they all look the same. Those 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 those, 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 those damn those those deaths that you just didn't see coming. No, the last like, that was one, one thing of that I will say deaths. is that um, you know death starts really for for Harry's world. Death starts when you hit the third one, but like it's really big in the fifth one. By the time you get towards the end, it, it almost feels like. We're killing people to kill people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To show kind of like the, you know, tragicness and randomness of death. Yeah. Which is still a true factor. But it was, I'm not going to say there's anybody that necessarily died that shouldn't have. Because, you know, that's the nature of war. Yeah. Can't help who dies in, in a war. Yeah. But, like, a lot of times it's just, like, killing to be killing. Yeah. Like, book seven, there's a lot of deaths in book seven. Oh, yeah. Even I think when I read the book, I counted like over twenty. Who died in three? Three is where you really get into the the heart of his parents getting killed. Like, oh yeah, like who did it and all that. Yeah, and, uh, you know who betrayed who. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think it was five when they when you really start seeing the death. Yeah, start you don't happening. really start seeing the murder of the main people yeah. until four, and the end of four when. Um, Cedric. Cedric Diggory died. Oh, yes. That's that, the first that wasn't as like the first one. That's yeah. the first immediate death to him. Yeah. You know, as a fighting yeah. forces of Yeah, because they became friends during that whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. then. See, to me, like, that death wasn't, like, a big deal. Oh, my God. Uh, and also, when they kind of, like, brought him back, it was kind of downplayed a little bit in the movies. 
and those are like a big thing in the book because everybody was kind of cheering and stuff when he when they oh, came yeah. back and I was like what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah and then number five I, I didn't see it coming well you kind of do it in the movies but I didn't see it in the books a little bit it was uh, black yeah everything seems to be working out good for Harry and then they do a lot more subtle foreshadowing yeah they do in um, the the book so that it's more of a shock yeah in the movie they kind of lay the foreshadowing on pretty thick yeah so that you know yeah but um nothing hits you harder than Dumbledore though no No. (laughs) when Dumbledore goes yeah that's a tough one yeah because like literally through the entire series and especially the books the movies do a good part about saying this up as well with the books big time. There's only one wizard that Voldemort fears. Yeah. And he's dead. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what, what the heck are we going to do now? Yeah, a <laughs> whole funeral you know? at the end, they didn't show. Yeah, yeah that, that was, made that's me angry. Yeah. Well. yeah. Like, really, I mean, you're going to kill off the biggest character in the series that's not Harry Potter, really. And just I mean, end in it. reality. Yeah. And not even give the funeral scene. Because funeral scenes... Uh, There's a lot of stuff that goes on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where Harry is. is where he says, Jenny, I'm not coming back. Yeah. He pretty much breaks up with Jenny. He breaks up with her right And they decide back to school. that they're not going back to school. Yeah. Ron and, and they're, like, they're going to go find those... Was it, uh, Horcruxes. Horcruxes. Yeah. It just ends. Yeah, that's where they decide it. It ends with the three of them standing in the tower overlooking the lake. And it has like the little happy or upbeat music. Yeah. Like, We're going to find a good way out of this. No, no, sad terribleness. Yeah, yeah. Just I remember killed that. the entire movie. You know? <laughs> yeah, it did. And it all starts with that whole. There's no fight for us to get over this. There's just a let's wave our wands yeah. and have a light in the sky that removes the dark one. Still a sad scene though. Yeah, it's still a sad <laughs> scene. But like, I feel like it's a mockery of what the book is. Yes, it's a not just a. Not just an artistic choice, it's a mockery. Yeah. It's just I remember reading that book, you know, and like, you know, reading the ending, you know, how I said his brother's like, you know, we're not coming back. We're going to go find the Horcruxes. And it ends, and you're like, I, I have to wait two or three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Come on! Come on. <laughs> And really, a uh, book five did the same thing. I can't remember how book five ended, but I remember it was just like it was, it was uh, it went shortly after. Uh, well, they had the big battle with. Uh, well, it wasn't that. I don't think. Uh, five. Dumbledore. And, the end of five is when. Um, Dumbledore you know, and Voldemort fall. Yeah. Oh, like, that was when they first Voldemort found out, like yeah. Voldemort is like when the Ministry oh, finds yeah. out yeah. Ministry Voldemort's alive. Acknowledged. Did, yeah. yeah. Did it? No, I think. Is it, yeah, Sirius. I feel like it stopped like right after he was like, no, maybe it was just the movies. But I feel like you know we, where the people see Voldemort for the yeah. first time, and it's like, holy crap, he's back. Yeah, yeah that's like, how the ends. movie ends. Yeah. yeah, and the book is pretty pretty close to it. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens. I don't remember exactly how it ends, but I mean, you're you're a chapter or two removed from the death of Sirius yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, but it, but that's been a battle between Voldemort and and uh, Dumbledore at that point. Yeah, I just um, yeah, I just remember book six being like the worst, like the the good worst ending, 
ever because like you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's like there's only one room. I have to, yeah. It's like I, and I, I gotta wait for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like books uh, six starts and it's uh it's in the uh, prime minister of England's office. Yeah. Yeah. And he's all nervous because he's been told to expect a visitor. Yeah. And like it's one Rufus Scrimgeour or however you say his name. Yeah. Out there to talk to him about all the craziness and the murders and stuff that's been happening. Yeah. But and it's like I actually wanted to see them do that in the movie because I thought that would have been yeah good. Yeah. And they kind of went straight to the city getting destroyed type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, hmm. Which was another one of those things because, like, they made such a big deal in the book about Voldemort can fly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, Voldemort can fly. So then, like, in the movies, all the Death Eaters just randomly fly around, around and destroy everything. And yeah. Like, no. <laughs> you made such a big deal out of one guy. Oh, my God, he can fly. But all your cronies can apparently just... <laughs> Turn into black masks of smoke and destroy everything. Exactly. Yeah, so anyways. Just another little ten cents of hatred there. Yeah. <laughs> this turned into a hate fest pretty quick. Well, it did. Yeah. But <laughs> that's that's only because we're comparing the movies to the books. Yeah. Which is always something, which is yeah. really always a bad thing. Man, to a certain extent. about six where there's a big chase scene where he's trying to chase them down. And like that's the, not really shown in the book. That's like I mean, the, the worst change for me, like through yeah. the entire series. The burning down of the burrow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hate. Yeah, because it was added in. That's added into the movies, not in the book. No, yeah. not at all. And like the thing that's the dumbest about that scene to me is that like they're kind of at school. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're at the burrow. Yeah. And all of a sudden they show up and they're chasing them and they set the field on fire and they run away and then yeah. they run down the house. And then it cuts right back to a scene of them at school, and Ron is all like giggly with uh, the girl. I forgot uh, who it was. Which one was it? One one. That's my one one. Oh crap! God, which one was it? Was it Lavender? Lavender Brown. Lavender Brown. Yes. <laughs> like it immediately cuts back to a scene of him like sitting in the windowsill with her, and they're laughing, cutting up, and it's like. We just left the scene where your house got burned down. Yeah. yeah. Granted, that didn't really happen. It was probably added yeah. in the movie last minute, so there was not any real planning for how to put these scenes together. But it's yeah. like, they're all standing there distraught because the house is burned down. And then it's Harry walking through the castle looking over, and he's in the window snogging with Lavender laughing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't put those two scenes out, but it makes no logical sense. No. Mm. No. I think you can tell that that scene was extra tacked on. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's make this up and put it in there. Exactly. <laughs> There's also a lot more scenes of Dumbledore and Harry and Six together. So they spent a lot of time together in book they six. Did. Yeah. Just talking and showing him different scenes of yeah. Voldemort's past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he shows them a lot more than they do in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes me like The other thing books. that there's a lot more of. Which I don't know if these are scenes that he showed. They didn't even really explain it. They didn't show anything with the, with uh, his origin. Yeah, that's all I was like, about to say. His uh, mom and dad. His parents and yeah. his grandparents. Yeah. Like Marvel and Marvolo and yeah. You know the Gaunts in general. Yeah. Like they didn't do any of that. No. Of oh no, yeah, no. That's a long, long section of the book. Yeah. Which are the scenes he flashes back. Yeah, to. it's kind of funny because he's a half blood. His dad was mortal. Yeah. 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 His filthy muggle father's name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then again, like, I think that that's probably as part of J.K. Rowling's 
like thing that she probably did intentionally. Yeah. It's a Hitler thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Hitler and starting Aryan nation all our blonde hair, blue eyed people like yeah, he's not at all. Dark hair and brown eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's the whole point is it's like I could actually get into that but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know a lot more about him than I thought I ever would. Oh yeah. But it's an interesting parallel because like you can clearly see that you kind of did that. Damn freaking documentaries. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, that's why I shouldn't watch the History Channel at night. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? It's H2. Nothing. History doesn't come on History Channel anymore. No, it doesn't. I know the reruns <laughs> of the History Channel is on H2 now. There, there's like a H three now, isn't there? I don't know two. H the Ocho. Remember when like History Channel had history stuff? That was like the Channel was educational. Exactly. And home makeover shows. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we should back on topic. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. Green, why don't I make a Harry Potter movie? Yeah. So what's our next um, list here? Is there anything about the books and stuff, movies left to talk about? Um, pretty hard. Yeah. Um. Can I think. Uh, was it book three? Prisoner Azkaban? When they had a lot of stuff cut out of that one. Yeah. Because the main thing is... is like from the book. Yeah, like... Because I know him and Lupin spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Harry and Lupin. Progressively bigger. But Prisoner Azkaban is by far shorter than the first two. Like, Chamber of Secrets is 15 minutes short of being three hours. Yeah. And then, like, Prisoner of Azkaban is, like, like two hours and ten minutes or something like that. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, that's still will be considered generally long for what's supposed to be a kid's movie. Yeah. But, like, it's a much longer book, and yet it's a half an hour shorter than Chamber Secrets. So. <laughs> no, I mean, they cut out a lot. Yeah, what was yeah. it? Like, Specto Patronum? Where the whole, where Harry's learning about that? Yeah. He's kind of flew through it in the oh, movie. Yeah. And in the book, he struggled so hard. Takes a long time yeah. to get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make a full body patronus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next topic can be like the impact of the Harry Potter world, you know, on yourself, or just like the like the fandom that it created. And really, like, I haven't seen a fandom like that since, like, of a new series. Yeah. Like, you know, going to midnight reviews or midnight releases and book releases, just people dressed up from left and right. Like, yeah. you felt yeah. weird if you came in there it's dressed actually, like normal people. It's actually funny because you were talking earlier about how we get into the big premieres and stuff, and I was kind of thinking about how it's kind of sad that, you know, as much as we got into the Divergent series, yeah, there was a big push for Allegiant when it came out. Yeah. But nothing like Harry Potter. No. 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 Um, I, one thing that I will say that really hurts the generation of stuff now is the unrelated Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not even allowed to do a lot of that kind of stuff in theaters anymore. Yeah. I mean, we don't. I can't. I haven't been to a Red Knight premiere since we went and saw. I haven't either. I haven't either. Heck, even Divergent that we wanted to go see for the books. I, I Eight o'clock showing. Yeah. We went. We went to. A, during the day showing two weeks later yeah cause like a midnight release premiere is like 8 o'clock Thursday to me that's like like I know kind of like they do it make money but like you know there's something different about seeing you know say Harry Potter at midnight on Thursday night than seeing it at 8 o'clock on Thursday it just feels like the midnight releases you're bringing in just the core crowd just the yeah. group who are devoted 
Like, they're making it like, just for yeah. these folks that are going to make the sacrifice. Like, because it's their yeah, like they're yeah. either going to take off work Friday or they're going to come out, come to work dead tired, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, that's why, because like, you know, the midnight releases, like, you know they're, they're the passionate fans. Like, you go to an 8 o'clock premiere, it might just be people who just want to see it. Sam, so I think that that's also a product of the Dark Knight Rises problem. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, you can't go in the costume and you're like, how can we get a better control of this? Yeah. And that is that we'll bring in all the big crowds of all the crazy people. We'll be there at 8 when it's still normal time. We can have a full crew of you know, yeah. security and everything like that. It's not going to be that midnight skeleton crew where we're, yeah. we're, we're hunkering down for this is the last movie that's playing. Yeah. And everybody else is going to be going home and like when the movie ends... You're gonna be walking out of a gated area straight to a door because the rest of the theater's closed. Yeah, that's why. So, yeah, I mean that that tragic event has really changed a lot of the face of Midnight's premiere stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. That's like now it's like I'll just see it Saturday. Like I don't even care about seeing it Friday night or no. Like I was mm -hmm. late twelve o'clock Saturday. Everybody's still home. It'd be five. Ten people there. Yep. That's why I like, like to watch films. It's now. all good now. Yeah, it's all good now. But I mean, I can't even imagine. The sad thing is, is that you know we went to a Veronica Roth book signing. Yeah. For the release of Allegiant. Yeah. And you know, made custom shirts. Yeah. We'll put a lot of time into making yeah. custom shirts for them. <laughs> and you know, like that is pretty um, tame. For what most people do for costumes and stuff, for oh yeah, years before that, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, Harry and Pop even then we were like the only three there that really had much like, like a like legit fan made stuff. Yeah, other stuff you see, they they seem like they was bought from oh, some yeah, kind of like Amazon. Yeah, but um, I'm sure you did. It's like going to Harry Potter, like you see people dressed up as Snape and. Uh, Trelawney and Hagrid and Dumbledore and yeah, Wizards I mean, and Harry. Yeah. You had and the like, girl walking in dressed up as as uh, Al. Big, you know, like yeah. I even saw one of them dressed up as a Howler, like the big envelope and yeah, stuff. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's 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 cool. Like, it's really cool because like it's like you know, like you can just say like nice costume and like they don't know exactly what you're talking about. Like they know what it like you know what it is. They know you know. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. I kind of, I kind of miss that time. But there really hasn't been any books that has impacted me as much as like Potter. Like Diversion was close, but it just didn't have that overall like epicness that well, Potter like, had. Potter bring opens up an entire new world. Yeah, for you. Like it's like Diversion was just really well written. Yeah, like it was just like honestly when I got finished reading Divergent. I immediately sat down with the pen and pad and I wrote out like three pages of a plot for a story because yeah. it inspired me to write because it was so well written. Yeah. But Harry Potter, it drops you to a whole new world. Yeah. Like, I mean, the whole, the only other things I can say that ever really did that for me are like Star Wars. Yeah. Like the first time you used to really see Star Wars yeah. opens up that big world, you know? Mm-hmm. Or stuff like that. Or like, you know, Lord of the Rings is big and epic and it drops you into a yeah. created world. Same like, with that it's like, you know, the whole plot was laid out same with like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, like they all knew how it was gonna end and like they didn't change it. Like so I mean just you these books were just so in depth because she knew how book two, three, four, five and six was gonna be when she was writing them one. Right. So yeah, it's really awesome. Um the last subject is they just announced 
months or so ago that the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them is going to be a now trilogy. Um, I think it was mentioned in the movies and the earlier ones. It's a textbook that uh, the students use. Basically, it's a guide to all the magical beasts in the entire wizarding world. And they're doing an origin story based in 1920 New York City. Um, the first script is written by J.K. Rowling. And, um... Yeah, Warner Brothers, you know, they announced a trilogy for that, and they also bought the rights for Quidditch through the ages, too. They haven't confirmed a film for that. But, uh, what's your thoughts on diving back into the Harry Potter Wizarding World, even though it's going to be, you know, nothing to do with Harry, it's just going to be back in the Wizarding World? I, f I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of fans that are going to kind of walk out disappointed. Yeah. Because they're expecting to walk into Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. And my ground zone. But like, <laughs> it to me, it's just a money grab to me. Yeah, it might be really good. It might be fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it could be. But it just it's money grab. Yeah, the only thing like, I'm really interested in is like J.K. Rowling doing the first script. Yeah. So, I mean, if she wasn't attached to it, you know, I might be like you, like, ah, eh, I'll probably bicker about it for two years and go watch it first night. <laughs> but like, she's attached to it. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, yeah. And, like, she's making a whole new origin story about a guy who made a book of all the Fantastic Beasts and, you know, and where he found them. Um, so. <laughs> well played, Dill. Yes. Yeah, well played. Thank you. So, like. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like. I'm excited, but I'm also, like, eh. But she's doing it, so I'm, like, maybe they talked. Maybe she. I think they talked her into it, but her actually doing it now. Yeah. Um. I mean, she. It's a whole new like. It's a character you know nothing about. You know he was an author, mm -hmm. but you have no origin story. You have no life story of him. Like it's just a whole new world, and being in New York, wizarding New York. Yeah. Instead of Europe. So. Yeah, yeah I've always thought that like. There's plenty more stories that she could do in that wizarding yeah. world if she expands out to other yeah. places. Because, I mean, we've talked plenty of times, like, I'd love to hear what happens in the wizarding world of the United States. Yeah. You know, where it's more pertinent to me. And plus being, like, in the 1920s, you know, where all the mobs and all that depression starting and all, it's, you know, mm -hmm. be, it's, it's, it seems really fascinating. Like, I'm, I'm definitely going to go watch it. All of them. Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to see him at some point. Yeah. I can't say that I've got anything that's propelling me to go see him with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to at least wait for that first trailer before I can say, like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that is concludes the Potter discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Devin's about to fall asleep. Potter cast? Yeah, I'm Potter We've been doing this for almost an hour. Yeah, yeah. we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, almost. Yeah. Like 50 seconds is an hour, Devin. We're going to count it down? No. It's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> no. No. This is his podcast. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well uh, just because I'm on here, like I'm a guest on your podcast this week, so I just want to say uh, the Highland Rivers documentary took place in real time. <laughs> Hell Hydra. <laughs> and I didn't whisper that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's the one who's going to be finding all the Fantastic Beasts. He's going through time and... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there can only be one. <laughs> wonder, wonder if, like, the Highlander 
was like Noah, and then you have two animals. It's like there can only be one. <laughs> 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 and I think we're pretty much gonna end on that note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>